saw me standing alone Welcome to the Slotted Lamb, a movies-by-minute watch of the John Landis written and directed 1981 horror classic, An American Werewolf in London. I'm your host, Troy, and I want to thank you for joining me on this journey. So here we go with uh, Monday's episode, which is going to be minute 88. And that's going to start with a little bit of uh, booby play and ends uh, with uh, hysterics in the entrance. So before I actually take one more step into this particular episode, I would like to point out the fact that I have a special guest uh, host with me for at least a couple of episodes this week. And um, uh, you want to just introduce yourself? Hey there, this is Horror Savvy. Um, yeah, a horror fanatic and a kind of old time friend. So yeah, exactly. We, chat we, about this. Yeah, we go back quite a ways. And I and like I said in the messages when I uh, contacted you for recording these that uh, I didn't even occur to me that, uh, oh, my God, one of my an old friend of mine, not that you're old, but as in we've known each other for a distance <laughs> of time um that uh you're quite the horror fan and i'm like why, why didn't i think of this before so so it's uh, nice that you're coming in at the tail end of the movie um yeah no worries it's a fun part yeah um so yeah so we get to explore the uh at least the beginnings of uh david's final transformation but before we get into that we'll just a uh, little uh recap of what just happened so uh david has just been having a conversation with the undead, the cursed undead. And uh, he has been had a different ways of how he should uh, basically uh, end his life so that he ends this uh, werewolf curse. And uh, as they come to the end of this list, unfortunately, it seems to be a little too late because, well, the full moon is out. And uh, David starts... <laughs> David starts the transformation sequence. And this is basically... I always thought that part was kind of funny because he just... Uh, it's It's like he's convinced at this point and he somehow ends up in a porno theater and yeah exactly yeah that's where he decides it's just oh it's too late <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah yeah well i also i also like the uh the play in the time of day because there is no way that he's not in that theater like because when he gets to the theater when he sees jack outside the theater like just 10 minutes ago not even 10 minutes ago five minutes ago in the actual movie runtime it's yeah. still daylight out. There's still, I mean, even though the movie is, does take, well, it's not that it takes place in uh, February, but it's recorded, it's filmed in February. So with it still being daylight out, it's at least four o'clock in the it's, afternoon. It's creepy. But yeah. at the same time, there's a fun thing about that is when they, when, when Bandis wrote this movie, mm -hmm. that was actually an old cartoony theater. Yes, but by the exactly. time they made it, yeah. they had all shut down and turned into porno theaters. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Maybe you didn't change the time of day. <laughs> <laughs> we can adjust the time of day for that. <laughs> well, yeah, because the um, the original script, the original the the script that I use for in reference to this actually says that there are kids in the theater at this sequence. There are yep. little kids in this theater, which means there are kids in a movie theater at like ten o'clock at night. It's like uh, it's it's so strange. Although so, having worked in a movie theater, you'd be amazed sometimes. Oh no, <laughs> like for sure. No, yeah, theater. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> having yeah doing that myself, it's like what? Where are your parents? Like exactly right. Yeah. Back when I was a kid hanging out at 10 o'clock, like at like 10 o'clock at night in a movie theater with me and a couple of my friends that were well under like yeah. 11, 12 <laughs> of years of age, it was fine back in the friggin' 80s when it happened. But nowadays? Back in the real Stranger yeah, Things days. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> when the real Stranger Things days. Yes. 
so anyways, when we uh, start off this, um, this minute, we are in the middle of a shot of uh, the actual uh, porn film itself, the uh, See You Next Wednesday film being played. And we have, uh, if you look at this shot and all that, we have a nice little uh, side boob shot there that uh, <laughs> is being uh, felt up right now as the uh, our uh, happy little couple are uh, getting playful on the bed. But yeah. um, as uh, again, like the rest of this whole entire sequence, the jazzy synth music is playing in the background <laughs> and the uh, moans and groans of the passionate people up on the screen are there. But uh, as we can hear, uh, David's uh, tortured sounds are playing uh, big time now as he gets closer and closer to the transformation. And I love this because with sound off, he just looks like a very excited boy. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? Yeah. He's all, the nice thing is too, between the, sh the previous shot when he first grabbed at his forehead, when the uh, moon was revealed uh, till now, like they, it then cuts to a shot of the, uh, the, those, the, the, the movie playing in the theater and then it cuts back to David. His hair is completely drenched. He is already yeah. completely soaked. Which I is, love it. Even even in the living room scene before too, oh, he yeah. just goes from dry exactly. to just Joe wet. Completely soaked through. Yes, and <laughs> That's the, the first part, you just wet. Yeah, and the unfortunate thing <laughs> about this, wolf. yeah, exactly. The unfortunate thing about this sequence is that David doesn't have a chance to take off his clothes. No, there is no way he is like not tearing through every single thing. <laughs> so uh, David Naughton is just giving up this amazing, like, pained performance that he's going on right now he is pulling from his gut all these the the sound yeah. and all that he's he and he looks like he's going to rip the the back of that seat right out with his bare hands he is and he is definitely in a lot of pain. that's definitely the next thing he starts to do <laughs> yeah, exactly. with the usher right <laughs> yeah exactly yeah for sure for sure so um <laughs> he then uh, after like a second or two of doing this he suddenly like pauses for a second in the middle of his uh his pain and all that and realizes hey i'm being watched he looks over and then we cut to he's like he's like shocked he's like he, like david's like get away from here you you gotta go away to someone who's obviously watching him and then we cut to the shot of this creepy guy just standing there just like like watching him like i mean i know we're there in a porno theater there's only four other people other than David in this porno theater. And this guy decides to walk to the back of the theater <laughs> and just stand there and stare at him. I mean, he's all dressed in black. Uh, he's, he's like, and he, and there's it's like, like no the expression on his face is like, it's, it's not shocked. <laughs> no, it's not. It's like, okay, what's going to happen next? It's like, he's expecting this show and all that sort of thing. It's like, and David is so desperate for this guy to get away from him. And it's like, it's kind of cool because oh yeah no i guess he, he shouldn't have been there so he didn't really try <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that's true that's true but uh, yeah i guess i guess at this point there's no turning back for david david like no. i don't think david could get up and run away at this point there's no way that david no be able to get he, he should have just not gone to the to the theater <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah but um but i mean i mean it was all jack's intention to be able to get him to do it a lot sooner but obviously they just spent what four For hours sure. in, a, in a movie theater that's yeah <laughs> that's all it is yeah to be convinced by six corpses instead of one right exactly yeah yeah um so uh, 
basically this guy is just standing there and David has basically pretty much given up on trying to warn this guy off. And he's just, David's just tearing away at this front seat. He's rocking back and forth. He's, he's like, he's gasping, he's moaning, he's groaning. He's like <laughs> shouting through like clenched teeth. His face is like- I gotta say the, the, the excitement and the comparison in the porno theater just reminded me of uh, Corey Feldman in, in Friday part four, when he's just watching that, the couple in the window getting all excited, <laughs> hopping around on his bench. <laughs> that's right. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it's right. definitely think, more of a pain. I didn't think of that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I always think of that scene. To me, that's just like true. That that pack that captured a kid catching someone changing in the window. Like perfectly. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so um, so again, um, David Naughton's eyes are like pretty much getting bloodshot. He's like forcing himself to try and control himself and then we get uh, an amazing shot of uh, David's hand hanging over the edge of the uh, the front seat. It's a nice close-up of the uh, prosthetic hand, which is kind of neat because we didn't actually see the, in the original transformation, we saw the hand doing the stretch, but yeah. we didn't actually see the claws come out. And this time we get a nice, it's nice that we have a new effect for this now transformation. And we can see these claws making this this uh, tearing sort of sound as the claws push through the space between like David's nails and the nail bed itself. Cause that's where it looks like it erupts through. Cause the, the nails, if you look like split as these like new red, like tinged blood tinged uh, claws start to like pierce, pierce out of it. And uh, that's when the guy standing there, the bald guy standing there in the black trench coat has a reaction on his face. His eyes open. And, yeah, I mean, he just kind of does. He is he the one that gets attacked, or he kind of just disappears, and it's like almost like a guy in a tux gets attacked. Uh, well, what it is? Uh, well, when we when we get to that, yeah, it's basically the um, right. It's like yeah, he he flips around, he's changing, and exactly, yeah. So David basically transforms in here, and obviously, sad. obviously, this this gentleman here who doesn't get credit for anything because I don't think he has a line in the in the movie at all. Uh, now he's then, just got that look on his face. Yeah. Well, because now he now sees that uh, David's gone full, practically wolf transformation face. We're back to the uh, rubber face, the uh, yep. the uh, changeomatic face that uh, Rick Baker has created to be able to push the different piece plates of the face in and out to stretch it to make it look this amazingly gnarled sort of gorgeousness is what it is i mean you can't yeah. you can't you can't deny that this even to nowadays it's still one of yeah, the you know what universal studios actually took pretty cool advantage of this even other than their horror nights thing they right. got big there was there they have that little horror makeup show and they actually have that little recreation of that little mechanical werewolf transformation in there seriously yeah really I so what, how that how did that go Oh, it's based. It's it's kind of like a, it's more of like a, for kids kind of horror kind of makeup show. But they've got a lot of props and stuff from famous Universal associated horror movies and not ones as well. But it's oh, basically cool. just some guy shows up, pretends to kind of. It's like you know all their stuff are kind of like an actor pretending to be someone. Um, but they do show a lot of cool effects. They have kind of cool props that they kind of play with. They'll pick kids from the audience to get involved with certain fun things. And, Oh, dude! But, yeah, this amazing. is a part of it for sure. This werewolf transformation was huge. Really? Oh, that's yeah. so freaking sweet. Yeah. 
stupid COVID. And then, of course, there's the Halloween Horror Nights, which took you through this yeah. whole thing. Yeah, I, yeah. I got to do that in 2013. Yeah, where, I think that's, uh, yeah. That was I, that was awesome. You went through the slaughtered lamb. You went through the hospital. You went through the city streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, and you did see the werewolf kind of peeking his head out and all that. And they they put the budget in. They have the budget for like the top of the line. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I saw. I think um, uh, about a month ago when I was just doing more research on this, uh, someone actually had done a uh, walkthrough of that particular event. Oh, now, nice, of course, nice. Of course, it's it's a single camera walking through this thing, and they're obviously yeah. walking through it for the first time because you miss some of the pop-ups and all that. But a lot of the a lot of the recreation, the uh, the, the wolf looked fantastic in all the pop-ups that it does. And it, all did. That. it did. It yeah, did. I'm telling was... you in person, it did. And I, you know, the key to those pop-ups, it was a busy time when I went. I mean, as okay. usual, it's pretty busy there. Right, right. <laughs> You got to hold the crowd back. I faked a limp and <laughs> pretended that I, you know, can't go as fast as everyone else because nice. you know what? It was like, everything's getting wrecked and everyone behind me was pretty pleased with it because you know, every two seconds you're seeing what's happening right ahead of you. It's like, gotcha. Eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Came all the way from Canada here to see this, you know, it's not like I drove 20 minutes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's not like, like I'm around the corner or something like that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. Cause I don't get scared from that stuff, but I was there with the wife and, I like watching her get jumpy. Is she, so. is she a jumper? Oh yeah, she is. Yeah, and nice. no, nothing, nice. nothing makes me jump in those things. I, I just yeah. love seeing them for how they look. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. It, like I, I, I myself enjoyed loving going yeah. to the Halloween haunts. They're so like, it's, the more creative, the better. Like the, the, the nice thing is like the, sometimes even like the, the cheaper ones, the ones that don't have the budget when, oh, they yeah. hit, no, when they're fun. able to yeah when, when they're fun. able to yeah when it's entertaining that's when it's good yeah. whether or not it's scary or not as long as it's entertaining as long as it has a cool thing but i'm sure yeah like you said universal like top top yeah it was a great year i mean that year they had evil dead the remake kind of thing going on they had a oh, bunch really? of stuff it was 2013 oh. so they kind of had new and old stuff going yeah yeah it yeah, was a good I, time because i think like a couple of years later they brought back an American world from London for one. They did for year. the 25th anniversary. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah. So yeah. So that's cool. That's cool. I would have loved to. Have <laughs> like I said, I have but, seen the thing, but it's like, yeah, it's someone else. It, honestly, it looks and, like it does in the movie and it looks fantastic in person. Oh, yeah. I wish from I could have taken it, yeah. pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, back in the uh, back to the movie itself, we have yeah. David doing his transformation. He's got the growling, the mostly wolf face starting to shudder and shake and all that and then uh we uh cut to the uh outside of the movie theater where we have the uh the ticket um the uh, looks ticket like lady. someone's tell he's, t- he's telling the ticket lady something's going on in yeah there. yeah exactly <laughs> so we got the uh, ticket lady and we got um we now have the uh the the usher is uh is the gentleman that you were mentioning that is in a tuxedo he's in a purple tuxedo bow tie and everything and all that and we hear screaming from inside the theater yeah and uh, she's still inside the sales kiosk and he's outside the sales kiosk looking in and talking <laughs> to her which i guess kind of makes sense so you don't have to show him at the back door or something like that yeah um we still got all the posters for uh, the non-stop orgy of see you next wednesday which and, apparently uh, he's been using posters and fake clips and trailers for this movie, uh, John Lance, apparently, and movies like going back to 10, 20 years, pretty much. Like, yeah, apparently oh, yeah. he pops up in a lot of his movies. Uh, uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 I did a whole like pretty much 
covered almost every single day last week. I did uh, a little catch up, like a couple of there's a couple of movies that he had done, like of his that he has some sort of reference to. Um, yeah. It, but also there's a lot of non John Landis stuff that. Makes no, yeah. Wasn't it like 2001 his. or something? It pops up in like random stuff. Yeah, That's that's where he actually got the title from was there you um, go. one of the lines that one of the uh, the astronauts uh, speaks to a message uh, to his parents back home is uh, see you next Wednesday. So yes, yes, that's when his next message is supposed to be sent to them. So that's okay, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I was it has a tie to that, but it's the yeah. dialogue, and then yeah, it it's appeared the in a bunch of his movies yeah. afterwards. Exactly, and it's always had some sort of form of something, either a little bit of a skit. It's been uh, sometimes a comedy thing, sometimes a musical thing. It's it's kind of cool yeah. throughout the whole entire thing. So as we look into the kiosk, we can see behind her that they are selling. Um, there's a lot of product placement in this movie that is a lot of it seems to be um, natural. It's, it's what is actually in existence. It's not really set up. This one looks a little set up. <laughs> like when you, when you go to the slaughtered lamb, all the different, because you don't really focus on anything. You can't see anything too clearly. You can sort of yeah. make out some of the labels because you recognize the labels and all that. Yeah. Like you could tell that that one tap is a Carlsberg tap because you know what a Carlsberg image looks like or something like that. And then you but got, I mean, like, I guess this is what uh, this is basically central London here, right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's like almost like a Times Square kind of look they got it going is. on back then. Yep. It's their yep. their version of the lights, and mm -hmm. there is a oh. lot of product placement. I mean, everywhere at this yeah. point. I mean, I know one thing he said he wanted to capture the true essence of uh, of London. He wanted it to be a London movie because uh, exactly. London. Is is horrorville for him basically exactly. oh yeah because of his love of the ancient universal not the ancient sorry the uh the original universal monsters sort of things yeah and Jack the Ripper. exactly yeah, yeah yeah so yeah so definitely that's the main reason why it was set in uh london even though if he wasn't going to get permission to shoot in london he was actually going to go to paris to shoot this movie and then uh then only thing for the sequel right <laughs> yeah yeah see that's the thing i'm not 100 percent sure because i've i think i've seen an american werewolf in paris once and i you know what for the life of me the only thing i can remember is the bad cg werewolf transformation yeah, i know that's what everyone remembers I cannot, that and probably I mean, if you were young enough it would be the nudity but yeah exactly yeah <laughs> but it is it is like the main character gets pulled into a cult of werewolves sort of thing right is that it? Yeah, yeah. It's more, it's, it's got a, it's almost got like a howling cross. It's more of a howling sort of thing. On, right? That's right. Okay. So which I is do... exactly what they were trying to distance themselves from making London. So it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They wanted to make an untraditional werewolf film yeah. and then the sequel becomes a sort of. Yeah. It would, no one liked it. So it was no. that. It no, was it more definitely like was not. Heartthrob no. cash in, right? It totally was. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then, of course, Landis had nothing to do with it and all that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you could tell. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Well, I mean, there wasn't, like, from what I can remember, there wasn't even, like, the... I've subtle... always seen clips of it. I feel like that oh, movie, really? for some reason, is always on TV when I'm on vacation. And I don't know... <laughs> Really? <laughs> I don't know why it always pops up, but... Wow. <laughs> I always catch bits of it when I'm just kind of sitting around. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, I think I saw it on TV as well somewhere. It might have been on one of the, you know, super stations or something like that back in the day. Yeah, because yeah. it's loaded with, I guess, nudity and, the, yeah. you know, CG and blood and whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So um, we can see that there are there are littered with Pepsi cans inside the uh, actual yeah the old uh, thing. school yeah the old school yeah 80s yep. Pepsi cans. I can't make out what the yellow cans are, but I'm pretty sure it's some sort of uh, beer sort of. You uh, think it's beer? Or maybe it's like some sort of Schweppes or something. Oh yeah, it could be another. Yeah okay, because it looks like there's also chips on the shelf below and all. Yeah, that. it's so, like yeah, a, it's like they're selling the snacks at the ticket booth like outside right. the theater, which is kind of right, weird. Right. But. <laughs> so, so i get so i get a question for you are you looking at the the kiosk right it says the tickets for the sales for the price of the tickets let me go back one sec here yeah so there's a sign that says tickets and uh what did David... i have this movie because i have it on dvd so i'm streaming it in hd basically oh i see I like, so i want to see this in hd it's been a while but now i'm looking yep 260 280 stalls circle yeah so um, we know that David paid uh, 280 for his entry into this place. Um, what are stalls and what does circle means when it comes to a uh, porno theater? Oh, so you get a stall? See, now, now is a stall one Why would of those, it be cheaper? Now, is a stall one of those booths that you sit in by yourself? Why would that be cheaper? Well, because you're, yeah. I mean, it's like the VIP treatment's cheaper, but if you want to be in a room full of other. Yeah, a circle would be everyone around, watching, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. See, that didn't make sense to me either, but I was like, well, I don't know about this. Want but a any... custom uh, VIP solo treatment? 260. You want to go in with everyone else? 20 more cents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So I was just like, but, but that's basically what you're thinking, right? Stall yeah. is an individual. That's what stall. I would think. But you know yeah. what? The language means different things, especially who knows what the hell it meant true. in porno slang back then for that. That's so true. I have no That's idea. true too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so we got um, playing the role of the usher is Bob Babinia, who is an actor known for an American Wolf in London in 1981, Gandhi in 1982, and The Jewel in The Crown in 1984. And according to IMDb, has a filmography of 17 actor credits. And again, like most of the secondary cast members of this movie, a great portion of his uh, filmography is all for television works. He asks what that is, and then uh, obviously um, we got uh, the the ticket lady, who uh, this time is uh, well, not this time, is still played by uh, Christine uh, Hargreaves, which we uh, <laughs> met uh, the be- end of last uh, week. Um, so she's confused at what that is, and so our usher decides to go check it out. And we got several people walking in front of camera, obviously to the. Uh, blocking off the shot to make it look more like natural passing by and all that and uh, as the uh, usher then goes inside the theater we have him coming down the stairs going into the theater and uh, starting to look around we hear a phone call and uh, we have uh, miss uh, lindsey drew playing uh, brenda bristol's uh, on the screen there by herself answering a phone call <laughs> now, if you're at that particular scene, we can see that she is uh, doing an actual product placement because there is a yeah. clearly displayed tab on yep. the uh, on the actual dresser of uh, the. Uh, you can the, see it there on the nightstand. Yeah, yeah on the nightstand. Um, so, um, do you also know about? Okay, do you know that the movie was shot in chronological order? 
Well, that was the first, apparently the, the porno movie was the, the porno first was, thing Yeah, the very shot. first thing to be shot. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but other than the porno itself, well, because obviously they would need the porno to be shown because this is actually being projected onto the screen. And that would make so, sense. Yeah. So that's why yeah. when we show it, it's actually a shot of the movie screen and you can see the wall around it and the ex exit signs and whatnot. So they actually use, instead of cutting to an actual footage and all that so which is exactly. kind of neat so you're actually getting the actual natural ambiance of the actual movie being played during the movie which is perfect to make it seem more like like you're in the world sort of thing for sure yeah so of course uh, she answers the phone and apparently it's a wrong answer and she <laughs> is a very An interesting clip to include oh yeah exactly <laughs> yeah because because uh, we've got but okay yeah, we got um, uh, David Cooper, who is playing. Uh, uh, sorry, I apologize. In the credits, he is known as Gypsy Dave Cooper, um, <laughs> who in the porno is playing the character of Chris Bailey, and he's apparently passed out on the uh, the bed right uh, next to the chair where uh, Brenda Bristol's is sitting, and um, so. As soon as she goes to uh, hang up the phone, we get a quick jump cut of uh, the werewolf leaping. And it's like on the screen for like a split second. And then uh, we have uh, our poor uh, Usher suddenly First be kill. attacked in the, uh, well, I would probably think it's not the first kill. Oh wait, no, I guess guy, that other guy. First yeah. kill we get to see though. Yeah, because yeah, the first, yes, that is true, that is true. Um, yeah, plus, yeah. The, the nice thing is, is that um, I think uh, David has a um, an affinity for uh, shoulders. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, way back when it was the uh, couple going around the back of the house, uh, the uh, Harry and Judith. The uh, well, I guess they're trying on. to kind of make it like a dog attack, like he's going for the shoulder kind of. Exactly. Throat. Yeah. 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 Well, that's well, basically in that shot when she, she was the first one attacked he basically attacked her shoulder first, right? Which yeah. you can see in the theater later, like later on, which a couple minutes ago, but uh, now the first part that he attacks is he actually gets uh, his teeth on uh, the usher's shoulder. So we then um, here, we then go to an outside shot of uh, Piccadilly Circus where uh, just, it's very sparse, sparsely um, populated right now. Uh, until the camera starts to swing down and around and comes to the actual uh, the actual side of the street where the theater is, where we can uh, see that uh, there's a couple of other stores that are obviously closed at this particular time of the uh, night. Uh, but um, we uh, see that there's a uh, there's a jewelry clearance shop, and there's also a video store right next to the uh, movie theater. And um, the Eros Cinema, as it's called. And <laughs> uh, so we watch as a couple of Bobbies are running towards the screaming woman's voice. Yes. And, uh, Nothing more hilarious than old school English cops. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what but, do they do? I don't know. But they're there. <laughs> yeah, but they're there. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, they seem like they're just kind of like organized pseudonyms. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, there there isn't that much of authority. So we then cut to, <laughs> we then cut to a closer shot of the entrance of the theater. Now we can see the whole entire opening of the theater. We see all the posters for the see you next Wednesday there, and we have our uh, ticket uh, ticket lady just 
completely screaming. She's completely lost it. She's grabbing passerbys that are like starting to gather and all that. And uh, we actually like she's grabbed the hold of one woman's arm and she's like tugging on it. She's like screaming. She's calling for help. Um, actually, if you look in the crowd, we have a, a gentleman, obviously a passerby late at night wearing a, like a bow tie. And it actually, actually, if you look closely, it looks like he's wearing a tuxedo. But anyways, um, people are trying to pass by and all that. And finally, the bobbies come up and uh, get to her uh, side and they pull her away. And they're trying to figure out what's going on. They're uh, trying to... Uh, they're going to give someone a talking to. Yeah. Sorry? They're coming to give someone a talking to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They want her <laughs> to calm down. This is, this is not very British and all that. Yeah. Um, so I love she, it. Yeah, so she uh, basically tells them that uh, there's some sort of animal uh, inside the uh, theater. And then uh, one of the Bobbies decides he's going to go in and investigate. He's heading in. Yeah, he's heading in. We see him uh, leave. A little cautious with his flashlight. His, his partner is uh, left behind and uh, with the uh, screaming lady. And she's just hysterical. She is like swinging around. She's inconsolable. And the Bobby is trying everything he can. We even have a passerby uh, trying to calm her down by patting her on the uh, shoulder. And uh, that's pretty much where we uh, end this uh, particular minute. Over on the commentary track, both uh, David Naughton and Griffin Dunn are actually quite quiet until almost halfway through this particular minute. When the actual shot is of the exterior of the theater, David Naughton points out, there's the see you next Wednesday uh, thing again. And then uh, once the actual uh, camera shot changes to the inside of the actual theater, uh, Griffin Dunn points out the whole entire catch uh, tagline of, a non-stop orgy. And then just at the tail end of this particular minute, Griffin Dunn brings up the point that, uh, according to his knowledge, that uh, this is the first film that had actually had permission to shut down Piccadilly Circus to actually do their filming. According to the script, scene 84, interior, cinema, night, David is uh, dripping wet and shaking. Three small children, the oldest nine, stand in the aisle staring. David pleads for them to go, but they watch fascinated as David's seizures grow. The children are wide-eyed and as uh, coarse, thick hair splits his skin. Scene 83, exterior, cinema night, plays out mostly exactly as the final film. Scene 86, interior, cinema night, the sequence where the ticket taker, uh, or usher as he is in the actual, uh, the actual uh, credits, um, enters the theater and the wolf attack are the same. Then, scene 87, exterior, Leicester Square night, and scene 88, exterior, cinema night, Besides the fact that in the film it's actually Piccadilly Circus, uh, these both scenes are identical to each other as it pertains to this minute of the movie. When it comes to the radio drama, this particular moment of the actual 
play as it pertains to this particular minute of the movie, we actually have um, David doing a transformation. Now, in the movie, it is a silent man standing next to him, but uh, he actually has, this gentleman now has a conversation with David as he transform. David's uh, transformation is a lot quicker than in the movie because David's voice actually starts to turn into its monstrous sounding self uh, really early in the process of uh, David warning this gentleman to get away from him. The man actually ends up accusing uh, David as being a junkie and that the police will be here soon, should more than likely be here soon to kick him out. He also then goes on to mention that uh, David uh, wants to know where David's clothes have uh, gone as well and then calls out to the theater manager. This time around, when the uh, ticket lady is obviously on the outside of the theater, she hears the noise going on. One of her associates inside the theater yells out for her and to call the police, and then he himself also gets attacked. She then ends up calling the police on the phone. We then overhear a conversation of two police officers inside their vehicle taking the call to report to the actual theater to uh, investigate the disturbance. What is your, I'm just going to ask you, what is your experience with this movie? When was the first time you saw an American World from London? First time I saw it. You yeah. know what? My first memories of this movie, um, I think we're back when I was first starting to get into like being allowed as a kid to watch more rated R horror. Okay. Basically when I was really young, like I saw, I was exposed to stuff as like a baby, but then when I was old enough to figure out what was going on, it was kind of like, I was only allowed to watch the black and whites. So it was all universal yep. monsters nope. for me growing yep. up. Same here. And then here. I would get fascinated and you know beg to see stuff. But like once I started and it was like kind of more like uh I would get disappointed sometimes because things were funnier than I expected them to be. And okay. I just didn't know that that was a part yet of horror movies. It was just kind of like a first experience, right? I just wanted everything to be scary. Right. So right. whenever I get, whenever people would start joking around or, you know, how like his, his buddies basically sitting there making jokes with him. I was just kind of like, what is this? <laughs> like you want, you want to it. get to it, get to the scary stuff. Get yeah. I the, wanted yeah, like, yeah. where's this werewolf yeah. ripping people apart? This right, is right. movie famous. Like I was, yeah. I was real young. Um, but by the time I had rewatched it kind of as a teenager, I, I was, it was getting a little more into it. And then basically here every once in a while I pop it in and I always forget how much I like it because there's not that many great werewolf movies. I mean, there's, you can count them on probably one hand, like oh, great sure, yeah. werewolf movies, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but for some reason, I always go to all the rest of them. <laughs> and really? I don't know why. And every time I pop this one in, I'm like, I love this movie. <laughs> yeah. It's just one of those r- random ones for me. It's like, I have, I have movies like that that are like some of my absolute favorites, but it's just like, I, I avoid them and avoid them. And then the day that I pop them in, I'm just like, I love this movie. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, it's also I, one of those ones that for some reason it's just like every time it pops up in HD to buy in physical on physical media, it's just like like right now, it's like I don't know, 45 bucks or something to get this yeah. movie on Blu-ray. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. Come on. Yeah, I know it is ridiculous. <laughs> I've been doing this research, I've been seeing so many like friggin' special editions out there. 
exactly like, in the uk there is like like this gorgeous like beautifully oh, forget region forget going yeah. out of the region oh no for sure for sure yeah yeah but it's like <laughs> a three weight. yeah it's... it's like a threefold three disc set and like yeah. there's a remastered version of it and all that and the artwork <laughs> is fantastic and it comes with like postcards and whatnot and i'm like oh my god but i wouldn't be able to watch that here and it would cost me an arm or leg just to freaking well pick it up. You got, I mean, you could get a region free player, but then I mean, like you get into a whole new thing. And as a yeah, collector, exactly. it's, it's yeah. hard enough to stay in control. Yeah, for once sure, you for open sure. that region free box, it's like Pandora's box, and it's yeah, like there goes no, no, your no. life. You know, next yeah, thing you yeah. know, you're on the corner <laughs> tugging right. people That's off right. for movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, my I didn't honestly like. It's just this is it's all. For me, most of this movie is about like the transformations and the werewolf mm-hmm. scenes, especially. I mean, it's got great buddy moments, especially yep. as well, yep. which I thought was awesome. I mean, the romance is kind of ridiculous, you know, like the nurse, the nurse yeah. is all over this oh, guy. He's not even yeah. awake yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she's she decided she's gonna just marry him. He's not even awake yet. And then like she risks it all to confront him in an alleyway as a werewolf, like he's gonna speak English back at her. yeah yeah exactly yeah (laughs) you know what i mean at some point it's like spoiler alert a bit i guess but i'm assuming most people listening to the podcast have seen this movie already (laughs) no yeah well it would make sense at this point though through the podcast interesting if you're joining if you're joining yeah if you're joining this podcast at minute 88 first of all yeah like you're doing something wrong there but yeah most (laughs) more than likely a lot of people do happen to yeah they've they've previously watched the movie but it makes sense they previously watch a movie when you're going to sit there and sit through however many episodes where they right? talk about I don't it think one people, minute too many people watch a movie for the first time with commentary yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> well uh the guys uh, that do the the first guys to do this movies by minute thing um uh the star wars minute uh the two of them eight years ago started with a new hope well okay. they call it star wars the motion picture um so it was the first one and then yeah so after they got through that halfway through that they went well i guess we're gonna have to do empire and once they started empire i'm like well we might as well do jedi and once they were getting to the end of that they're all like should we do the prequels and then they did the prequels (laughs) and now they're up to uh yeah eight years later they're now just started um oh what is it um the last jedi they've just started the last Jedi. okay okay which means they still have um solo and uh, the Rise of Skywalker to go, but they also do a commentary on- I don't think I've seen those two yet, actually. Oh, really? Okay. I don't think they did. So they those, are, do... those are the ones that I just like kind of catch here and there. Cause you know me, right. I mean, like I like Star Wars, but I was never like a huge Star Wars guy. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. always more of a horror movie guy. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah. And horror sci-fi probably if anything, unless yeah. it's like yeah, Terminator yeah. or Robocop or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I catch them when they I catch them when they come out. I mean, I still for me the only Star Wars movies I I own are the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, an Empire for me is still like the the one that I watch probably more than any of them. <laughs> well, you're either one one or the other. You're either uh, uh, like Empire is the best one or New Hope's the best one. It's, it's yeah. one of the two. You you switch. And if well, Empire... see, for me it's not like it's not. See, I'm not one of those best ones type of guys. For me, it's just mm. like they're both. They're both. No. You have to have one to have the other. Oh but yeah, for I sure. Just for like, sure. Yeah. I like the Empire one better. I just yeah. like this. Yeah, I yeah. like the the vibe of the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Oh the 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 downer. <laughs> Which makes bit. sense coming from a horror movie guy. I guess, yeah. But... For sure. For sure. <laughs> Everything goes. Nothing goes Bad right habits. for the heroes. Everyone <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely the closest to 
a horror feel than any of the other yeah. movies for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's like why everyone craps on uh, on Temple of Doom, you know? <laughs> True, yeah. I never yeah, understood. I guess, you know what? I guess that is probably the closest one to a horror out of all of them. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that whole entire, yeah, the whole entire pulling your heart out of the chest while yep, the guy's still the, alive. The, the that cult stuff totally, underground, yeah, the zombies, totally, yeah. the kids getting stolen. It starts off as like a fun adventure movie and it turns into like a dark, pretty gruesome horror movie. (laughs) Yeah, as a classic horror film would do. It basically lulls you in and then, yeah. Right? Because they had that vibe of adventure before originally. It's kind of like the old universal way. Yeah, because everything else is a happy-go-lucky adventure sort of thing. There's a little peril here. There's a little peril there. But nothing gruesome like yeah because no yeah no i mean for indiana jones i mean which always had a bit of stuff you know yeah towards the end of each movie kind of deal yeah oh yeah but it definitely had that vibe and then everyone always forgets that that's the prequel too i mean i always watch that one first yeah Yeah, exactly it's because it's the way you're supposed to watch it i know right yeah (laughs) all right so we're gonna wrap up this uh minute um you want to uh, put out any of your uh sort of credentials you want like anyone want to look up any yeah i mean uh, hit me up on instagram you can follow me there as at horror savvy um spelled regular nothing in between no no funny way of writing it out all one Um, word all one word all one word okay yeah surprisingly enough i got that but yeah (laughs) that's pretty good so uh yeah you can hit me up there um I'm posting all the time and I'm, I interact with followers and people I follow. So it's a good time. Just looking to make connections and it's been fun doing podcasts. My first time doing a podcast and uh, kind of funny that it's a werewolf podcast and it's the anniversary of the howling today, but. <laughs> oh, is that is, where, really? Yeah. How, how did I not know that? It's Why? a crazy day. So it's the howling uh, evil dead Two. that I knew. That uh, I knew. I did house. know that. Yeah. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, there you go. There you have it. <laughs> the 13th of, of, yes, of course. Yes. How <laughs> stupid of me. I should have, I should have just even, oh, uh, why I'm not that I'm, you know, like Rain Man and I have these all memorized. No, 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 no. But yeah, no, yeah, I understand that. But I mean, <laughs> that would be pretty special. As a fan of horror <laughs> and werewolves myself, I, I should have remembered that this was the anniversary the, i got enough birthdays day. of like nieces and nephews and relatives yeah. to remember I <laughs> oh just so just to mark this this is the uh, 13th of march yes because we don't actually say i mean if you're listening to this in the future and it's not because it's a recording. we're recording this <laughs> on the 13th of march and this yes. isn't actually saturday go the 13th. until yeah saturday the 13th yeah <laughs> so there we go so um so you want to try maybe uh, come back tomorrow yeah, no, we'll, uh, we'll definitely hit up the next minute tomorrow. And on that note, that brings us to the end of another minute of An American World from London and the end of this episode of Welcome to the Slaughtered Lamb. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast on either Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast catchers. And if you'd be so kind as to share, rate, and review us, that would be really cool too. If you feel like following this podcast on the social medias, you can follow Planet Geek Pod, all one word, on Instagram and Twitter. And if you would like to send us in a message via email, send it to planetgeekpod at gmail.com. So until next time, remember, keep off the moors, stick to the roads, best of luck. Oh.
bomb, 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 dang, 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 ding, dong, ding, blue moon. All right, so here we go with Adrian reacts to minute eighty-eight. You ready? Yeah, that looks like a boob. Because it is a boob. This is this is the porn that they're watching. Oh, they're they're watching porn. Yeah. I forgot that they were watching porn. That explains why it's only dudes in the theater. Yeah. Ah. And why it's only like four four dudes in there plus David. Why did David go into the porn theater? Because Jack uh, had the conversation with him. That's that whole entire thing with all the okay. dead people. Right. Because Jack's telling him, look, you got to end your life so okay. you can end the so, curse sort of thing. So he's going to well, he went suicide in a porno? No, he told him that him and the undead gave him suggestions of how to end his life okay. and that's what we just come out of so okay. now now he's the moon's coming out now the moon's coming yeah, out that's so why he's a, yeah yeah why he's but i don't understand head. why he's in the porno what, how did he end up in the porno he just walked in okay <coughs> david leaves alex behind after not being able to get arrested he calls okay. home to tell everyone that he loves him okay um only getting his sister his 10 year old sister okay sorry, 10 and a half year old sister okay uh uh, then he decides that he's going to <laughs> slit his wrist okay. in the phone booth. In the phone booth? In the phone booth. That's not very practical. Figures he can't do it. No shit. And as he leaves, he then looks across the street of Piccadilly Circus. <coughs> and sees the porno. And sees David, I mean, sees Jack standing in the entranceway. Of the porno? Of the porno theater. Oh, okay. And then points inside and then huh. David meets oh, him yes. in there. Jack, certainly, why don't I meet you? Want to follow your carcass into the porno? That sounds like a great time. Yeah. So now... <coughs> People in this movie make bad decisions. Well, yeah. You've been watching how much of this movie? Okay, here we go. So this is where we pick <coughs> up... Not COVID. <coughs> Not COVID, yeah. No, just joking. Just joking. Okay, so here we go. <coughs> You can't do that, sir. Oh. Why would you still stand there? never understand people acting like that. Why do they grab people and flail around? Like, I don't get it. Look at that. A whole two pounds, 80 pence. Seems like a lot of money. Is okay. porno as expensive? I, I, well, that I don't know about, but okay, so I'm, the ticket... The, you have two different types of seating. You have yes, a I see. Stalls, stalls and, and, and circle. And circle, yes, but circle. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. Circle, like... No, that doesn't sound good. Well, see, that's the thing. That David, doesn't sound David good. David pays £2.80, so which he means he's sitting in a circle. But he's just means, sitting in a theater. But I think it's 
I think it's the theater. Everyone sits around and watch the theater around circle. Yeah. But the stall is a personal little booth where you go and watch the movie. But then why would it be cheaper? That's the thing. That's what I'm trying to figure out. But 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 he's not sitting in a circle. He's just sitting in a normal theater. Yes, exactly. I don't think they're really in a porno place. <laughs> I don't think they're really in a porno place at all. But anyway, my point is. Maybe it's not really a porno theater. Maybe it's just a normal theater that they're pretending it's a porno theater. Oh, no, it totally is. It totally is a normal theater. No, okay. this this actually is a regular... Yes. This okay. is an actual so theater. So, there yes. we go. So, then, that then okay. Because I was thinking, like, is porno more expensive than going to the normal movies? I should think it would be cheaper. Yeah, more than likely. Right. So, yeah. £2.80 seems like a lot of money to me to spend... Well, I mean, nowadays you can just get it all for free. But no, but back then, that's a lot of money. Because, like, yeah, that's a lot of money. Because that's pence. Yeah. And pounds, that's a lot of money. In the 80s, that's a lot of money. I'm sure it is, yes. Yeah. Remember when we were all so excited for 252 Tuesdays? Yeah. Now movies cost ten times that. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but I still don't understand why people do this. What the flailing? Oh my gosh, it's so in the it's so irritating. Look at this poster. Look at the poster. They're all so happy. They're like we're naked and we're so happy. Like look at them. It's the cast room. See you next Wednesday. Huh? The the porno you were just seeing yeah. on the screen. That's the post. All these posters are for that movie. Oh. See you next Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. It's a nonstop orgy. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I saw the orgy sign, but oh my goodness, this woman is the ticket lady. Yes. Yeah, she's. I just don't get that. I don't get why they flail around and grab people. Like, what are they trying to do? I don't get it. I, I don't really understand hysterics. I understand like falling on the floor and crying and stuff like that, but I don't get this flailing around and grabbing people. I, but then again, I don't like touching people anyway, so maybe that's why. Well, she knows that there's like some sort of yeah. So what? In there. Even if there's some sort of creature in there, I'm not going to grab people. Mm. I want to touch strangers. <laughs> well, no, you in your real life do not want to touch strangers. Uh-uh. Nope. All right.